Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple, but oh so powerful. Come on in. Let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. This week's interview is really special to me. I'm interviewing my really good friend and recent new COO, Amanda Brower. We've been friends since middle school and uh, have so many stories I could share here. But today, the story we're talking about is our journey um, from um, recovering from people pleasing to that power wielding. Um, and we take it to another level. Uh, we have been <laughs> on, I said, on the journey and in conversation for a while about how to take our recovering from people pleasing to that next level where we just do it anyway, where we lean in. And, you know, we've been doing this within our personal life, within our professional lives. And I thought this was a really good interview to share for this month when we're talking about quality over quantity. You know, we could always, you know, cram in as much as we can, but quality of life happens when we slow it down, we start to get a little selective, and when we kind of stop that people-pleasing. So today, I was really happy to sit down with Amanda at The Gathering Place, on one of my spaces in Holland, and just talk about it in conversation. I feel like my interviews are going to be more like that anyway, and with her, this is how we converse quite often. So I hope you really enjoy it. I hope you get to know Amanda through the company as time goes on. And um, yeah, I hope this blessed you as much as it did to me today. Okay, we are live, Amanda. Welcome. Thank you. So yeah, so today we're just going to talk. I wanted to invite you on here because I want to talk a little bit more about quality over quantity. And what came to my mind was the quality of life when we continue on that journey of recovering from people pleasing. <laughs> um, and I'm talking my hand, aren't I? But anyway, um, so I just wanted to, to have a little conversation. These interviews are kind of conversations yeah, about, about um, you know, what, how this has happened for us. We've had a lot of conversations mm -hmm. about going through the people pleasing, I would say, the last decade. Yes. I feel like, you know, especially since we turned 40. Yes. Um, we're the same age, by the way. So anyway, uh, let's just get started. Do you want to, I kind of just want to know like um, how it's been for you this last bit, next level recovering people pleasing. I want the listeners to kind of hear that there's levels and we need to keep going. Yes. And we're in, you are in a season of, of having more, um, I would, would say like confidence in our recovering from people pleasing. So yes. kind of tell me like, you know, um, what's been going on and what have you noticed about this next level. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you said, we've been talking forever about people pleasing and there are those different stages, right? Yeah. So I think back to when we were in high school and college and 
trying to just make a name for ourselves and wanting to just put ourselves out there and so saying yes to everything because mm-hmm. thinking that was going to get us ahead and then we can't become a wife and married and you have children and all of those and that puts you in another big stage and now the stage that we're in it's like oh okay I need to take care of myself and realizing that I have been putting others in front of myself and there's been lots of people pleasing um, and for different reasons you know whether Mm -hmm. it's self-recognition if it's boosting my ego if it's because I don't like saying no and I want to be available to everybody Um, you know so there's all those different things so I think for me especially like this last season in my life has been a lot of just realizing being authentic to who God has created me to be and realizing that I can't always be the person that helps in that situation. That's not how I can show my relationship, my love, my investment in a relationship doesn't always have to be by doing things that are maybe I, I can't physically do or it's okay to say no because I'm being authentic to myself and then that relationship will be more authentic in the end of that but um but it's hard it's a journey and it's sure there's a lot of of ups and downs that come with that um but that journey is so worth it in the end I mean like I'm I'm not there by any means um but definitely making strides to saying what is my true authentic relationship looking like with either a group at work with my family like how am I showing up and being authentic in that relationship without worrying about what others are thinking yeah in that in those relationships like how am I showing up so I know, and as you know, I mean, and my listeners know, I've been on a journey as well, just with very similar things. It's just, it's interesting when we're looking externally for all of this stuff, and it just, it can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And what happens to me is if I feel like maybe I misstepped and I made somebody unhappy or I disappointed them or whatever, yeah. I still have this little loop that's like, oh boy, yeah. I, what did I do? This doesn't feel right. And it's usually when I'm setting a big boundary, like they don't have access to me at the moment or like I have to just take the space and it feels different because I'm used to like you swooping in, um, trying to fix, trying to listen. Um, I mean, it's what we do teaching, social work, all that stuff. And so, um, but it gets to a point and we've gotten to a point where like this isn't working anymore for us and we're noticing in our relationships and in our lives that it's not working for others around us. Right. If we take too much responsibility. I think it's a huge thing about people pleasing. Yes. Would you agree? I would agree. I think that in doing that, we're creating either enablement for some people, we're not creating that authentic relationship with the, the, the situation, with the individuals. Um, you know, there's just different components to that. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like there's by people pleasing and by always trying to show up by doing saying yes and going above and beyond because you're wanting that relationship is also creating some of that enablement and are they taking responsibility in that relationship too and is it is it being authentic um so and then when when you're when you're working through these like this, these new like steps to not step in, to set the boundaries, all these 
like the, mm-hmm. the recovering people pleaser stuff. How do you often feel when you're doing that? Like you could even in your body or in your mind or like, I mean, do you ever have like moments of like, I do like, whoa, yeah. how does it show up for you? <laughs> so what shows up for me is I kind of, ex- excuse the, the analogy, <laughs> but I get like diarrhea of the mouth. Uh-huh. And so like, I feel like I have to explain myself all yeah. the time and like, well, this is why I'm doing this because I'm on this journey and I'm trying to do it for me, you know. Disclaimers. And yes, I put the disclaimers in there and then I over communicate and over talk and yep. I'm like, they don't need to hear that whole part of it. I should be okay with just setting the boundary yep. and leaving it be. And if they question it, then I can give more of a, hey, right now this is just where I'm at and I'm working on this and giving more of that. But I tend to just over communicate that because I want to justify why I'm I'm setting that boundary or I'm not doing something so that way it doesn't look bad um, right to the individual or to the people that I'm talking with or trying to set that boundary with. Well and especially when we hear from them oh I get it I totally get it like when you and I are I mean together if we have to set a boundary it's like I'm so happy you did that because we know what's going on but the average person or the average like person looking for something from you that they're used to having for years they're not gonna be like oh good job mom or honey (laughs) or you're like I'm so happy that you said this you know so it's kind of like doing it anyway like not get we're not gonna get the response that we want and I think that's where the quality has come in for me where it's like I'm I'm uncomfortable on the inside in my brain but when I when I set the boundary or when I say you know I'm not gonna just go there and make them happy I know what they want even if they don't know it, well, man, that's a whole other podcast. But um, I, but I just sit in the discomfort and I let yeah. it ride. It's like I like it opens up, like it's almost like the the, the clouds go yes. up, and you can see the sun. And it's like I actually have the time, the space, the capacity, like everything that I need, and it's more clear about what I really want to do. Right. Another thing I've noticed with people pleasing is we really don't always know what we want because we're so used to doing it for others, and it's we think it's what we need and I've heard from many that that's how we feel loved right yeah so tell me a little more about like when you now that you're shifting and we're all shifting here um when you start thinking about what you really want how has that part been for you that part has been actually very Mm eye-opening for me like and like you said it's it's like this release almost like things are clearer to me I I feel more peaceful um and able to just really listen to who who is it that I really need to be worried about is one myself but also what is my relationship with God right now yeah and saying what is God what do I have control over and what do I need to let God take control over yeah um and so finding that serenity and that peace in that Mm -hmm. has just been a beautiful thing to say I want to show up for people and be with, be in relationship and community, mm-hmm. but I also can't be true to who I am and to who God has created me to be if I am worrying about everybody else and trying to get them into a place of a good rhythm. Yep. And then from there, like, oh, yeah, I forgot about myself and that, you know, yeah. and now I'm carrying all of this and I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling pulled in 5,000 directions. So to be able to just sit back, listen to my community that's around me yeah. and those relationships, but then also 
spend time in prayer with it and give it to God and say, how am I, what do I need to be doing in this situation or what do I need to be giving here um, has just been really a freeing experience mm -hmm. for me where I just feel very lifted um, and trying not to ignore because sometimes I think people feel like oh you're not listening to me yeah you need to respond like right now we live in this very quick society that says yep. I need you to answer right now do it for me right now yeah, and it feeds into it and it feeds into that and I think to be able to sit back and I think for me it's been able to say I hear what you're saying I you know I see what you're needing and then being able to just let it be and yep. let it Pause. Pause yeah. for a little bit, trickle, and let it stew, or whatever terminology you want to use. <laughs> and then being able to say, here is how I can meet you in this yeah. situation. Um, yeah, the gift of pause. I've been pondering that and talking about that a lot lately. And when you say that, it's like, yeah, like just not answering immediately. Part of people pleasing is saying yes really quickly, mm -hmm. or reacting, or yes. avoiding, or like, you know, choosing to ignore. And so it's like, yeah. Um, Sometimes choosing to ignore is good, by the way. But, um, yeah, so just letting, pausing. And I think you made a good point um, is, like, pausing with God included and, like, yes. letting letting it just be and, you know, calling in the Holy Spirit and just be like, okay, how do I even sort through some of this stuff? Because some of the stuff thrown at us in adult life is hard. Right. And we have our tendencies, right? We have our yeah. autopilot. So, yeah, so letting it be and letting it go is yeah. great so for you though like how have because it's it's great to say that on paper mm -hmm. but to actually like let some of those things go how have you like I mean for me it's usually like a visual mm -hmm. or it's something where I have to like imagine it to like yeah. make it deeper for you what is that like it's really like it's it's hard because I want to react right away I want to be able to say the right thing or fix it or whatever it may be and so that part has been really hard for me just to sit back listen to what's happening yeah. or what's being asked but then also asking the question how can i be there for you and like in this situation or is is this what you're asking from me yeah. instead of me assuming what everybody wants in that mm -hmm. um but also to be able to give that pause, and if it's a brief minute, just not to quickly react to what's right. being said. Um, you know, I think of situations where, you know, someone's talking to me about a situation that's going on, and like, I just wanna go and fix it for them. Like, yeah. and I wanna give my two cents of, hey, this has worked, and this is what you should do, but really, knowing that that maybe not what that person wants to hear, like they just need to filter it mm -hmm. and then say, well, how can I meet you in this situation? Right. Um, so giving that brief pause in there, but it's hard when you've been so used to just trying to fix it, trying to be there, trying mm -hmm. to, sometimes it's that control piece, like, oh, just let me do it. Like in the, it will be fine. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like you're hitting all the you're hitting all the key people pleasing factors, right? Yeah, but it keeps our it keeps we feel like it keeps us calm and in control if we can do those things, right? Yeah. And I feel like for me though, if I sit too long with it, I overthink it too. Oh, so there is a balance there. So, there, so yeah. there is a balance of being able to take that pause, 
not react in the moment, but not to overthink it either. Mm -hmm. To not sit and be like, okay, I'm going to ponder this for the next 24 (laughs) hours because then my brain goes everywhere, you know, and then that's where you start second guessing it and this and that. And that's where I have found where I, if I take a pause, I just clear my head. Like I love to do the breathe in the flowers, blow out the candles, but in my, when I have those situations, like I think of breathing in the Holy spirit and like breathing out all the where is my head like all the thoughts and different things like filling my take that moment to fill myself with the spirit to get my head clear and then go because if I overthink it then that's where I just am a hot I'm a bigger mess and then I just go back to my normal tendencies I was just gonna say if I overthink it too I'll just be like let's just make this easy let's get rid of this discomfort and I can try again next time and I'm gonna say sometimes we do that and that's actually part of the process Like when we're being aware, like I'm just doing this and I know I don't, I shouldn't keep doing this. At least we're aware. That's like first stage, first stage. Yeah. So we're hopefully into the action phase of change. (laughs) So going through that, I mean, you gave some really good nuggets and I'll highlight that in the show notes of like, you know, a couple of the things that like are ways to actually work through it that we've been doing. Quality of life. Now that you're in the midst of this like season, how have you noticed your quality of life improving? Because I love to hear those things. (laughs) Quality of life, yeah. Like there's so many things, right? Your mind, body, and your spirit. Mm -hmm. So I would say my mind, I feel super like super clear. Like I don't feel like I have a that hamster wheel where things are just continually moving and I'm thinking about every situation and every person that I've had a conversation with and um, I'm not perfect at it I still have those moments but I feel like my mind is in a better spot yeah Um, I think my body I have seen changes in my own personal health not Mm -hmm. caring so much of the I'm feeling overwhelmed because I said yes to five things and or I'm feeling stressed because I'm carrying this for somebody so yeah. like my blood pressure has been better and my eating habits have changed and my movement has changed you know so I see those changes by being able to say I need to focus on myself and what God wants me to be in those relationships because I being a people pleaser, I carried a lot of that, and that yeah. didn't help my my body yeah. part of it. Um, you know, and so those were are some things that I've noticed. And then spiritually, like I just felt feel like my walk with God has mm-hmm. been so much better. Like just being authentic in that relationship um, with God and showing up for Him and saying how can you use me and knowing that he is my good shepherd and that he can carry some of these things and that he's not just walking beside me, but he's walking beside everyone. And then saying, you know what, God, I'm going to give this to, to you and you be their good shepherd, just like you're my good shepherd. Um, and allowing that and not feeling like I'm failing because I think sometimes that's where my mind has gone that I'm failing like I'm not living up to what God created me to be I should be strong and Mm -hmm. I should be the one that can handle all these things and take the burdens of other people and and others around me 
but that's not what God has called me to do. Yeah. Um, and so then trying to live into that more authentic spiritual life, um, my relationship, and what does that look like with God, and then how can I reflect that to others um, in that. So That's beautiful, you know. And I think, I mean, yeah, we're, we, we come up with these ideas and these beliefs as we grow, and then we get in these roles and family and work, and we think that this is what we need to do or what we're going to fail or we're disappointing people yeah. or we're, we're falling short. And I think just really we've been challenging that false belief yeah. that doesn't come from God. And so it's like, yeah, how, does, how do we show up as women of God authentically by our design? And yeah. so that's been the premise of our conversations. And I'm sure the listeners know now why I've asked you to join my team because yeah. you – you embody that, and yep. you are slightly more organized than me, so it helps a lot. <laughs> but that's another, another thing. <laughs> and but it's it's true, right? Because the the mission of Into the Woods these days is for everyone to have that space. You know, it's not yep. just for the pe- recovering people pleasers. Um, but I would I would tend to say most people making reservations at the retreat are the ones who have had to take charge of things, who are you know are, are like shoring yep. up the responsibility for everybody. Um, and so a lot of us are that way. Um, but yeah, so like in, in the like spirit of, you know, creating that space and, and working with into the woods, just because I love to like correlate that, mm-hmm. how has that been for you? Like, I mean, you've been in the woods literally with your mm-hmm. kindergarten classroom. So yes. you've been really embodying, like, how has that added to, you know, focusing on this for work too, not just personal life? Right. How has that I shifted think, for you? I think having those spaces, cause sometimes if you are a person that just needs, to not be, like, for me, like, being in the midst of my classroom, I love my classroom, it brings me joy, but sometimes that's where the chaos is happening, yeah. and that I feel like I'm showing up for my families, my coworkers, my students, and I just need a space that I can go and, whoo, take that deep breath, yeah. and to have a different kind of rhythm Um, and so that's what I've appreciated about Into the Woods is that it's creating those spaces where Mm -hmm. you can go and have and build and strengthen those relationships whether it's with co-workers whether it is with your classroom whether it's with you just personally or with family like sometimes you just need that neutral space a different space to be able to show up for each other and yeah. have have that authentic relationship and community that you're looking yeah looking for and so that's where for me into the woods has created that space yeah. um, to just allow myself but then also for others to see like how you're showing up and how you've made changes in those spaces because it, it not everyone that's not everybody's thing mm-hmm. but there's something to be said about showing who you are and how you're showing up um, yeah, in different environments as well. So, And I loved it too. I think one of my favorite meetings with you was after that one snowstorm. You yeah. showed up in your Birkenstocks, you know, up the stairs <laughs> at the loft. And it was just so cozy. And it was like, it was so, we, I, we were so able to just talk through so many things that yeah. like, if we had met at a busy coffee shop, we probably could have. Right. But it was just like... Oh, you know, flip on the fireplace. And I think that's for me has been really great personally and then for my clients too, because it's like a place to go where as recovering people pleasers, we need the pause button and we need to be 
free from the distractions of family. And so I'm excited about what we're working on, yeah. getting those personal retreat days going for yeah. individuals and companies. But I think like you've nailed it. Like I even think of those relationships that I'm still working on that people pleasing mode with. Yeah. Um, and to be able to set those boundaries and to maybe meet in different locations or different spaces to have those conversations yeah. because it's still hard. You, st- you still want to go back to, I want to go back to some old rhythms. Yeah. But then I look at it and I'm like, well, I'm not changing anything. So maybe I need to change the space that I'm doing it in. Yeah. Um, and to make it more of one where you don't have those past like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. feelings with or hey, we've always met here and there's conflict here when we're meeting yeah. here because there's too many distractions and I, yeah. we can't get that clarity um, type of a thing. So I think, you know, being able to, yeah. you know, show up in a space to work on all of that I think is great. Mm-hmm. And But it's not easy either, but that's where I love Into the Woods gives that opportunity for some great locations and yeah. different opportunities or spaces to be able to um, yeah. meet with people and meet with family or whatever it needs to be or yourself yeah. you know just to take that time yeah it's been great and I love that extra nugget about because we always talk about spaces that's what we're all yeah. about but even in your own in their own lives like as listeners like changing that up a little bit um, having a space to be to do that and mm-hmm. on a neutral territory you know like it's just yeah. yeah so that was a little bonus thing anything in closing like anything for the recovering people pleasers, you know, that are listening and to be like, to encourage, just one last word of encouragement before we close. Anything that comes to mind? I would just say, keep doing the journey. One Mm -hmm. step is better than no steps at all. And give yourself that grace. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you want to be authentic to yourself. So if your gift is to make meals for people and you feel like you're always doing it, don't stop that. I mean, continue to do that, but also know like, what am I, what am I physically able to do right now? And not feel like you always have to do that because that's been your rhythm. Um, so I would say just keep doing the journey, be authentic to who you are, listen to the spirit inside you. Um, and celebrate the goodness you bring to those relationships and, foster that and be okay with saying no um, because you're showing up to those people and those people are going to know who you are and are going to love you for it Um, so it's okay to say no Um, if it's an authentic true relationship they will understand and they're going to just appreciate that even better for you yeah yeah I think this might be a good one to go back and listen to right to take notes for them and then Kind of journal on what what is what is the next step. I'm I'm already thinking about hmm, what is my next step because I have a few things brewing. Yeah. Next on our agenda, once we hit stop, is to talk about the hive. So stay tuned, everyone, because we're kind of excited for that awesome. coming up. Yeah. Well, thanks, Amanda, for being yeah, here. Thanks for and listening. I'm sure you'll be back. Yes. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup, and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences. 
by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot C-O. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.